Good morning, Graceway. Today is Friday, November fifteenth, and this is Han from the Graceway Morning Bible Study Teaching Team. In the previous podcast, we talked about the preparation for Passover and Jesus's prediction about the betrayal of Judas. Today, we'll be continuing our journey through the Gospel of Mark with chapter fourteen, verses twenty-six through twenty-eight, and. Thirty-two through forty-two. If you want to follow along, I'll be reading from the NRSV version. Let's begin. When they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. You will all fall away, Jesus told them, for it is written, "I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered." But after I have risen. I will go ahead of you into Galilee. They went to a place called Gethsemane, and Jesus said to his disciples, "Sit here while I pray." He took Peter, James, and John along with him, and he began to be deeply distressed and troubled. My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. He said to them, "Stay here and keep watch." Going a little farther, he fell to the ground and prayed that, if possible, the hour might pass from him. "Abba, Father," he said, "everything is possible for you. Take this cup from me. Yet, not what I will, but what you will." Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Simon, he said to Peter, "Are you asleep? Couldn't you keep watch for one hour? Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak." Once more, he went away and prayed the same thing. When he came back. He again found them sleeping, because their eyes were heavy. They did not know what to say to him. Returning the third time, he said to them, "Are you still sleeping and resting? Enough! The hour has come. Look, the Son of Man is delivered into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go." Here comes my betrayer. This is the word of the Lord. Phew, this is quite the heavy and gloomy text we have here. Today's passage begins as Jesus and his disciples goes out of the walls of Jerusalem to the Mount of Olives. It was already quite late by the time Jesus was done with the Passover meal. Instead of getting some sleep, Jesus decides to go pray. Even before this very night of the arrest, Jesus often went to secluded places to pray. Mark one thirty five writes that Jesus went out to a deserted place in the morning while it was still very dark to pray. Luke six twelve also records. That Jesus went out to a mountainside to pray at night. Jesus did not pray to impress people, 
but to have a genuine conversation with God. Through these prayers, he gained strength and was able to decide on what actions to take in the future. The Mount of Olives was outside the walls of Jerusalem and a spot frequented by Jesus with his disciples. Because it was relatively quieter than inside the walls of Jerusalem, it must have made a perfect place for Jesus who needed an intimate time with God before his imminent arrest. Jesus often prayed alone. This time, though, he brings Peter, John, and James with him, the ones who are most enthusiastic about following him. Jesus then tells them to remain there with him and to stay awake. This is the only personal request Jesus asks of them in the gospel. Imagine how lonely and painful Jesus must have felt making his request already knowing that they would all desert him. The scripture writes that Jesus was deeply grieved even to death. Jesus is undergoing severe psychological and spiritual pain. He's deeply distressed and troubled as a full human. It is not easy for him. Just as any human beings would, he feels fear and angst. To pray, Jesus throws himself on the ground. This act of prostration shows Jesus' complete obedience to God as well as the level of grief that Jesus feels in anticipation of his work on the cross. There, Jesus prays with all his might. Luke writes that Jesus prayed so earnestly that his sweat was like drops of blood. As Jesus prays with all his mind and body, he asks God to take the cup from him. Jesus acknowledges God's omnipotence. However, he does not ask God's power to be used for his own benefit. On the contrary, he prays to follow God's will. In this manner, Jesus offers himself wholly to God for God's mission. God's will stands over his. After praying, Jesus returns to his disciples and finds them asleep. From the tone of Jesus' voice, we can, feel, we can feel his frustration and disappointment. He needs support, but they do not know. Their spiritual sight is blinded and their eyelids stay heavy. They are physically and spiritually asleep. Jesus wakes them up and goes back to praying and repeats this three times. In Jewish culture, number three represents completeness. The three prayers of Jesus symbolize Jesus' determination to clarify God's will and his commitment to it. Conversely, the three times that the disciples fall asleep show their statement of complete ignorance and physical weakness. 
As the Son of God who is to redeem us from our sin, Jesus does not evade fear and pain. Rather, he steps forward to face death. In verse 43, Jesus resolutely says, "Let us go." This comment shows the readiness and determination of Jesus. He is ready to do this, and he will fulfill God's mission for all humanity. The redemptive work of Jesus becomes complete through his physical and mental suffering. The image of Jesus who is faithful and courageous contrasts clearly with the image of his disciples who are scared and unfaithful. Yet, before we hastily jump into criticizing the disciples' actions, I want to ask how we are doing in our faith now. Are you experiencing any difficulties in your life lately? How do those difficulties affect your relationship with Christ? And how do you pray about them? And lastly, do you ask God that His will be done just as Jesus prayed? That's it for today. Thank you for staying, and be sure to join us next time for more from the Gospel of Mark. This is Han signing out.